Hello and welcome to Prosperity by the Pint. This is episode number two. I am your host, Bryce Carter, certified financial planner, chartered financial consultant, certified investment management analyst, and self-proclaimed millennial money expert. This is a podcast where we talk about money, investing, business, and life success, all while having a cold beer. Today, I want to talk about unequivocally my absolute favorite retirement planning tool, and that is the Roth IRA. Today also, we are drinking from Fathead Brewing in, uh, I believe this is from Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, Probably the best thing to come out of Ohio since Cedar Point is uh, the award-winning Trailhead Pale Ale. Uh, 12 fluid ounces, 6.3% ABV, and 55 IBU. I'm a big fan of hoppy beers, so this is a pale ale. We'll, uh, we'll give it a we'll give it a little test here. It's a little mild for my taste, but hey, that's all right. I can drink it. The Roth IRA. Let's talk about this for a minute. So this this is actually personally how I save for retirement. Um, I don't contribute anything to a traditional IRA or traditional four hundred one k. Uh, all of my savings go to a Roth IRA. Uh, my wife splits her contributions between a Roth 401k and traditional uh, 401k. We could uh, use a little bit of a tax deduction, but I want to talk about the Roth IRA. So I, I got to say that I believe hands down, unequivocally, this is probably one of the most powerful retirement planning tools. Uh, I think it's one of the best deals the government's ever given us. And I think it's, if you're saving for retirement, particularly if you're a younger person and you're not taking advantage of this deal, you're probably making a mistake. So let's, before I talk about how Roths work, I want to go over how the traditional retirement account works. And that's a traditional IRA, traditional 401k. So this is how most people are told they're supposed to say, put 10%, 12%, whatever that is into their 401k or IRAs of their income, get the company match. And that's great. You should contribute to a 401k, but most 401ks have two options, Roth and traditional. So first, how the traditional portion of the 401k works. So let's say you make 50 grand a year and you're saving 10%, which is as I discussed in my last episode, uh, millennial parents average saving about 10% into retirement income. So you're saving 10% a year, 10% of 50 grand, doesn't take a genius. That's five grand a year. Saving five grand a year into your 401k. Now, let's say you do this for 40 years. And by the way, when you contribute that $5,000, you get a deduction on your tax return. So if you make 50 grand, you contribute five grand on your tax return. It looks like you only made 45,000. Okay. So you get that tax deduction. Now you can make this contribution for 40 years. And let's just say that you earn 6% rate of return, okay? For this example, let's say it's 6% rate of return. For 40 years, $773,800 is what you would have by the time you reach 65. Now, I'm I'm assuming, you know, 40-year time period, you start saving at 25, 40 years, 65. So $773,000. That's a that's seven hundred seventy three thousand. That's that's a pretty good number, right? Um, you adjust that for inflation; it's not great, but for this example, it'll work. So you're retired. You're sixty six years old. You're pulling money out of your four hundred one k or IRA at that particular point. What happens at that point? Is you pay tax. You pay tax on all of it. This is a one hundred percent taxable account at that point, which means you have a gigantic pile of 
tax obligation. You got to defer those taxes. You got a deduction up front. You didn't have to pay tax on any of the gain, which was about, in the scenario, 573000 But now you must pay tax on 100% of the withdrawals. That's a problem. You have kicked the, the can down the road. And that makes you like Congress. Nobody wants to be like Congress. So let's think about this for a second. You got a $5,000 deduction. You got to de- defer the taxes. But now you have to pay tax on nearly a million dollars. That doesn't sound like a very good deal. So let's talk about what the Roth is. First, what, what, is that, what does that $5,000 deduction add up to? If you make fifty grand a year, that adds up to about six hundred bucks. You have a six hundred dollars a year in tax savings, federal tax savings based on current tax rates, roughly from making this this contribution. That's not much of a tax savings. Not when at the end of the day you have to pay tax on seven hundred seventy three thousand. So how's the Roth work? Well, let's go through the same scenario. Let's take a sip of our beer first. Cheers, and then we'll go through the same scenario with Roth. Yeah, it's a good beer. It's just a, it's a little heavy on the malt side. Um, I prefer a little bit more hop forward, just if you're looking for my recommendations on beers, because it's all I'm good for, beer and money advice. Just ask my wife. All right, so how a Roth is different. Let's say, same scenario, $5,000 a year, 10%, but it's going into a Roth. Here's a very important distinction to start. You do not, not get a deduction. So for 40 years, you make that $5,000 contribution. You earn 6%, you're going to end up with $773,800, but you are sitting not on a pile of tax obligation, but a pile of tax-free money, 100% tax-free. You do not pay tax on your principal. You do not pay tax on your gain. That's why I love the Roth IRA, because now your decisions in retirement are not beholden to your tax scenario. If all of my money is pre-tax in the IRA or in the 401k, and I want to pull some money out to buy a condo in Florida to uh, take an extra long vacation, now all of a sudden I have to make a decision around, well, if I pull out extra money this year, my tax bracket's going to go up. Or uh, my Social Security is now all of a sudden going to be 85% taxable as opposed to 50% taxable. My Medicare premiums go up, assuming that us younger people do have those same benefits once we get to that age. With the Roth IRA, you don't have those obligations. You have a pile of tax-free money. Additionally, you have a lot more flexibility. With the Roth IRA, you can actually get to your money prior to age 59 and a half. With the traditional IRA, traditional 401k, there are very strict rules around accessing your money pre-59 and a half. You can... But there's a lot of rules around that. With the Roth IRA, you can tap into your principal, and you don't have to pay any uh, penalties on that, which is another advantage. Additionally, with a traditional IRA or 401k, at age 70 and a half, you have to start taking money out. You have to start taking withdrawals out of your account. There is no required minimum distribution with a Roth IRA. So this applies for even older people. Additionally... If you have a traditional IRA or 401k and it passes to your heirs, if you inherit that, they have to start taking distributions right away and paying tax on that money. With a Roth IRA, yeah, they have to start taking distributions, but guess what? Still a tax-free account. So a lot more flexibility there. Like I said previously, I believe 
firmly that this is one of the best, if not the best deal the government has ever given us for saving for retirement. So right now, 20, uh, uh, we're almost, uh, actually, as I've filming this, we are 2019. So you can contribute $6,000 a year to Roth IRAs. If you're over the age of 50, you contribute $7,000. Now, if the uh, if you're using a Roth 401k, you contribute over $18,000 a year. So this is something to really think about is where are your retirement savings dollars going? And are you tax diversified? Everybody wants to talk about being diversified, not having all your eggs in one basket. And that's true. You should have different investments. You should have uh, different types of stocks and bonds and mutual funds, ETFs, etc. But nobody ever talks about tax diversification. That's putting your assets in different baskets. And I think the most underutilized and most important would be the tax-free bracket. Because if you had the option and you're sitting there in retirement over having a gigantic pile of tax-free money over a gigantic pile of after-tax money, or I'm sorry, pre-tax, what would you rather have? I'd rather have the tax-free money, wouldn't you? So that's why I put my money in a Roth IRA. I think it's crucial uh, to start thinking about these things early. It's the number one piece of advice I can give people that are already saving for retirement. Make sure you're saving to the right tax uh, status, right? Saving to the Roth um, as opposed to a traditional. That wraps up our podcast today. As always, turn in for episode three and cheers.